live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on April 20th, 2020. 20s are wild, huh? Number on the back. No name, of course. Uh, it's not even funny. Uh, you listen to the show, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, Podbean, FM Player, your mom. Uh... And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. Probably some other burner accounts too. But those are the main ones. Uh, yeah, so we're here. April 20th. 420 as they say, which I've I've never really understood why it's... I, I know there's probably some stupid story on it that a bunch of people got together and smoked weed. I really don't care. I, nor do I find it... I, I guarantee you I won't find it interesting. Um, but you can smoke weed 364 days out of the year, but... No one seems to give a shit, but this day seems to be when you're really cool. This is like, oh, I'm going to get drunk on St. Patrick's Day. Look at me. It's like, yeah, if you're a real hardcore, you're getting drunk every other day of the month and year. Which, speaking of drinking, I uh, I have a beer here, and then I have no other beers. And I'm going dry for the rest of the week because I knew it was going to happen in this pandemic. I was really good the first week, week and a half. I barely drank anything. And I said, once I start, I'm going to stop. It's like uh, Pringles. Right, so I uh, the last week or so, I mean, it hasn't been like you know, shit faced on the floor, you know, telling my wife about Michael Jordan. That was only last night because we watched it. Uh, when we'll get to that, but uh, yeah, this is uh, got got to dry out after this. But we are drinking a knee deep brewing. Uh, it's called Slow Mo. That's what they told Mariano Rivera who was running too fast. Huh? Boy, this podcast is going to be a massive shitstorm. Uh, it's a mosaic hob. It's pale ale, pretty good. Uh, what's it, six and a half? Yeah, that's fine. I'll deal with that. Uh, but yeah, so you got to reduce that. It's it's just, it's out of control. Most of the purchases here are just, basically just food and alcohol. I mean, I think that goes for most people in this middle of this pandemic, which I'm not going to lie, I'm starting to get kind of tired of. Um, there was a part of me that was like, yeah, this isn't that bad. And it's really not. It, it could be a lot worse. Join Xfinity Wi-Fi. Go to hell. Uh, so you, I thought it would be a lot worse. It's really not that bad. I'm just kind of tired of working from home. Um, it's, it's not awful. But I, I'm getting tired of walking around the neighborhood, the same walks, the same houses. Oh, wow, look at that house. Yeah, I can look at it three times a day. Last, you know, five weeks. And, um... Uh, frankly, I'm getting really pissed about it, though. You know, I say it's not that bad, but I'm going to get really pissed. And I'm going to go, we know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go gather, congregate, protest, and get really angry about it in front of municipal buildings. That's what I'm going to do. Because you know what? This isn't like the politicians, uh, you know, they can do something or not. This is a virus that needs to be dealt with. And it can only be dealt with with really big signs, lots of yelling, and getting really close to each other so you can transmit a virus. That's the only, these people are out of their goddamn minds, do you realize this is a special sector of stupidity? And I tell you, and I said this on Twitter, and I knew I'd get shit from it, you know. Oh, how dare you say that there's rational Trump fans. There are rational Trump fans. I've said this a thousand times on this podcast. But they got to be they gotta be thinking, uh, please do not wear Trump stuff uh, to go do these things, you brain-dead skags. Uh, and, 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 you know, there is the coastal elite of me that un- has to understand that people do need to work. And, and, and I, my wife and I would say to each other all the time, you know, we can complain about all this shit going on. We can complain about this, complain about that. And it's a boring walk around our boring neighborhood where nothing happens. That looks like Pleasantville. I mean, and that's really not that bad. You know, there are people that are, you know, uh, own their business, you know, self-employed. And, you know, they have commercial setups that they can't open. They're losing money. They were going to become destitute. And it's easy to sit here and be in my ivory tower and be like, well, my job just doesn't change. I just do it on a computer in a different place. So I do feel for those people. However, 
going out in the middle of a biological issue. Is this a biological? Yeah, it's a biological. What am I talking? I think you hear bio-warfare and you think it's intentional, which, hey, who knows? Maybe, maybe. I don't think the Chinese created this thing and it escaped. I don't. I just, I kind of feel like we're trying to scapegoat and we're trying to find somebody. Now, China screwed up. I know there are some people that are like, oh, no, 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 it's, it's Trump that screwed up. And he did. But I mean, let's not act like China has been good people here. It's amazing. They have a billion people there, but they barely have any new cases. It's un- unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, but going out to do these things and, and these protests, these, I love the people that are like the COVID-19, I saw the COVID-19 is a lie. Well, the guy's all has a mask on him, gloves, all this. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's quite a lie. That's quite a lie, you fucking idiot. Yeah. So here we are, though. How much longer are we going to do this? You know, and I bring up Trump, and I've been, you know, I've been trying, uh, not that I've been trying, I haven't been listening to a lot of comedy podcasts, because I feel like if, if you are listening to comedy podcasts, you kind of have to go towards a political angle, and you have to be dumping on Trump. I mean, I don't even care if you're a Trump fan. You can't say that. He, I have not. I've seen maybe a few rational Trump fans that that I know that think he's doing a good job. Most of them privately have told me, no, he's not. This is absolutely terrible. Will they vote for Joe Biden? No. I think a lot of people will abstain. And that's kind of where my next point was going here. I have never said this on this podcast since November 8th, 2016. I have never said this, but on this day, on 420, if if things are like they are right now, now anything can change. Now, I've been wrong on this podcast a thousand times. I think Trump's going to lose. I think uh, this virus is going to last a lot longer than we thought. I think when this first happened, we're like, yeah, we'll be back to business around July, you know, June, July, back in business. Life is as we know it, is as we know it. It's going to last longer. This is going to, you know, we are going to be released like wild animals again. Um, and people are not going to social distance because they are brainless. And this is going to continue. And I think the stock market is not going. Now, the stock market's weird. I don't understand. I, my YouTube experience, my education of understanding the stock market, throwing out a few tweets every once in a while and then being correct by someone with a, you know, just a basic elementary education of it. I don't understand what's going on. It's now... You're having wild swings. Like today, I think it's doing well, and then it lost 546 points today, something like that. And it's like, well, that's the new norm, you know, these crazy swings. But I don't think it's going to recover as quick as we once thought. This is going to be extended longer than we thought. And here are the other things. There's not going to be any Trump rallies. Now, I know some of you are thinking, Donald Trump's going to do whatever he wants. You know, he's going to do whatever he wants. It's going to be something, man, if you're banning movie theaters. If you're banning large gatherings, you're banning outdoor social events, concerts, sporting events, but you're going to have Trump rallies. That is going to be some explanation from him as to how that's feasible and how that's safe and how that's not hazardous to the entire community. That should be interesting. So let's just say there's none of those. Joe Biden is held away, shows proof of life every once in a while. That's all we really need. A silent Joe Biden is the best Joe Biden for the Democratic Party. That's all you really need. You don't need him saying anything because that can only hurt him. And the other thing, which I don't know if any people really, how many people, I think even Trump fans, and I'm I'm not a Trump fan, but even Trump fans will agree with this. You are not going into the debates in 2020 and making a decision based off of the results of those debates. 
I, I heard Bernie Bernie Sanders was on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast like six months ago, and he he said, you know, these 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 aren't even like debates anymore. You better have your canned one liner ready because they're not even actually a free exchange of ideas. I'll tell you what the best debate was. It was Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden because we didn't have to do the ooh gotcha you know bullshit from the crowd making the noise. Oh, oh, oh. it was actually you know an exchange of ideas, and that was actually probably Joe's best moment. He seemed pretty lucid. He knew what year it was. I I assume they didn't ask him, but I mean I think that. I don't think there's going to be an audience for these debates. That takes away from a lot of the a lot of the Trump mojo. You know, he comes across as a bully anyways. But when you got that crowd that supports him, it, it, I think it takes on a different animal. Maybe I'm overestimating this. Maybe I'm giving this too much. I think that's what's going to happen. I don't think any, I think, in, and instead of, you know, with this virus, instead of Joe Biden being shit on, 15 times a day by Donald Trump. And, he, you know, Trump still gets his shots in now and then. I mean, why would he be concentrating on an unprecedented pandemic in our lifetime? I mean, come on, please. But, I mean, he gets he gets a few shots in there every day. But not every day, but every once in a while. But he's his whole life now is trying to defend himself against a media that wants to just dissect him and slice and dice him and cut him up like Swiss cheese. And a lot of it's warranted. I mean, those you cannot say that those press conferences are professional or even rational on any level. They're embarrassing. I don't care if you are a smart or a dumb Trump fan. There is no way you can watch that and defend any of those actions, those 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 attacking the media. All of a sudden, Donald Trump's five years old that we have to protect him with gotcha questions. It's not fair. He's the president. He's a grown man. I think he's going to lose. I really do. I'm starting to, and again, a silent Biden is the best Biden. That's, uh, you just keep him there again. Have him come out and uh, wave his hand in, uh, you know, some sort of shelter, some bunker. And, uh, you know, that, that, that's about it. And just let Trump give him that rope, make it long enough where he can hang himself. Because uh, this isn't getting better. I mean, you can say that the deaths, the actual pandemic involved, obviously, it seems like it is slowly, slowly getting better. I still can't believe we don't have some sort of some sort of rudimentary testing system. It's absolutely fucking outrageous. Now, so some people say, well, what's the point of testing at this point? You know, you could 15 minutes later, you could get infected. And I I agree with that. I I, I do. Um, But I mean, he clearly doesn't want to have big numbers of people infected or or test positive because big numbers are bad. So people just aren't getting tested. But I mean, if you test people, you might say, "Well, all right, well, you know, you're 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 sick. You need to self quarantine. Let's 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 try to spread this shit out." You know what I mean? I I, I just I don't understand. I, I can't believe that the federal government does not have some sort of. Now we don't trust the government. I don't trust the government. The government knows that that they can do anything correctly. But I mean, I, I thought here, I don't know, and just a defiance by the president in terms of ventilators and whatnot. I mean, I could do the whole. You heard me a few weeks ago, and it was. I'm not going to do this, the whole Trump bullshit, but I mean, I, I think uh, maybe he won't lose. I still think I, I'm getting to the point where I think he will, um, but uh, he's never been more vulnerable. He's never been more vulnerable and it gets worse every day. That's all I'm saying. I thought before this economy's great. He's a he's a pig. He, he's an asshole. He's still winning. <laughs> people vote with their wallet. And I'll tell you, that's another thing. This economy, and I know a lot of people like to, you know, judge the economy based on the stock market. It's a good indicator, but it's not always. You know, a lot of these small businesses you see closed up in your neighborhoods. I think a lot of people think that their fingers are going to be snapped. Snapped? People are going to snap their fingers once we're uh, let out of our cages 
and all of a sudden it's going to be life back to normal. Some of those places are not going to reopen. And then some of those places are going to reopen. They're going to be two in the red after months and months because people may don't may not have the money. You know, 55 or I don't know, 26 million people are unemployed. They might not be getting the same, you know, uh, business they once did. They're going to close up. You know, life is not going to be the same as it once was. It's going to take a long time for it to 100% recover. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. And if they and maybe they do understand, but they're sticking their head in the sand. Local businesses are going to be screwed. And you know what? There's the other factor that we're in a lot of these states. And a lot of these states are, I like to think, have a brain. A lot of them don't. Yeah, just a few miles down the road, all the people uh, you know congregate in front of the uh, Sacramento, uh, the, the governor's mansion. No, not the governor's mansion. The actual capital itself. This virus, while it's slowing down in these big places, you're going to have all these people. All these people going to these 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 big gatherings, you know, in a lot of these small towns, these these small areas, these rural communities, they got like one hospital, you like one doctor, and you know when this asshole, yes, I will call the president an asshole, is talking to playing the games. Oh, look at my approval ratings. Look at look at Sleepy Joe. All that. This kid is flying right out into the road. Where is his parent? He's on a big wheel and he's going right out into the road. And, okay, she's chasing him. Holy shit. Run a little faster, lady. Oh, my God. No, I couldn't have done anything. I'm on the second floor, so don't even say that. Wow. That was a little scary. Um, They're going to see family members passing away. And they're going to see this guy doing the whole bullshit. There's, there's clearly a, a disconnect in his brain to, to all of this. Hey, no, hey, hey. We'll see. We'll see. I always love the part of the press conference, and I don't even watch them that much anymore, but I do watch them sometimes. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be the person that says I swear off the press conferences and then watch them, and, but I, I do watch them sometimes. I like the part where he's just like, you know, he'll be... Because he, it's kind of like a show sometimes, because he has to bring in guests. as if It's like uh, the Seinfeld episode where, uh, you know, Kramer's... The Merv Griffin episode where he brings in people, and look who's here, George Costanza! It's just like, well, we have... Uh, Let's see. We got a lot of great people. Wonderful people, by the way. And uh, here's the, uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, the uh, CEO of Walmart, uh, Bill Johnson. Bill Johnson. Come on. Bill, Bill, wonderful. Come on. Here. Bill talks. He goes, Bill Johnson, thank you. Target, wonderful. Great CEO. Love him. Great, wonderful. Great company. Great company. Love that company. <sighs> Anyways, what are you going to do? So, enough of that. Let's move on. That's that's just my state of the union when it comes to uh, the COVID nineteen crisis that we have. We got we got to get the hell out of these places, though. I mean, the, 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 if we had something, I think they said, I don't know which guy it was. One, one of the one of the regulars that go to the press conferences. I think they said by March twenty sixth there were supposed to be what twenty seven million people tested by then. I mean, it's April twentieth, and they said that one. I think I did the math. It was either Saturday morning or Sunday morning, and that one point three percent of the population has been tested. Um, so that's where we are. These antibody tests will be interesting too, because it's going to be like, they're going to be a little bit of a double-edged sword because I think it's going to be, all right, well, we can see that a lot of people do have, have been infected with the disease and don't even know it. So maybe this isn't as deadly to the overall population as we once thought. But then if someone gets and go, I already had it, I'm fine. I can go out in the world. I'll just fucking breathe on everyone and do that. You know I mean? It's, it's, it has repercussions is what I'm saying. Um, so we'll have to see what happens to those. I know they're starting those in New York. So last night, 
spoke on this podcast many times. I've had a few drinks, and I'd bother my wife. Michael Jordan highlights. We watched The Last Dance last night, and uh, the first two episodes. It's clear Michael Jordan looks drunk in all the personal intervals. Yes, obviously, he has some sort of glass of scotch or something next to him. Um, but uh, his eyes are so bloodshot. He looks like a crackhead. Um, it's very, very strange. But I think what some people got to learn about Michael Jordan is um, he's a psychopath. Now, you know, we could play the who's better, um, you know, LeBron or Jordan, which, oh, God, I can't wait to do that for the next five weeks. Um, but you can tell that, you know, LeBron is most likely, you know, all around better player. They played in different times, different defenses and, you know, hand checking and all that shit. But the, the killer instinct LeBron doesn't have. LeBron wants to be loved by everyone. LeBron is a crowd pleasing asshole is what he is. He wants to be loved. He's got a little A-Rod in him. And I wonder if Jordan would have been like that in this social media era. I don't think Jordan ever really cared because he was obsessed with winning. I mean, LeBron wants to be loved. It's it's definitely the A-Rod complex where I'm going to be a mean guy. I'll play the villain if I have to, but I want to be loved. I want everyone to like me. And if they don't, then, you know, something's wrong with them. Then it becomes the defensive mechanism and insult people or, you know, that's how it is. I have no record of LeBron James insulting anyone except our intelligence when, uh, you know, we shouldn't criticize the Chinese communists who have a million people in concentration camps. But that's okay. We'll, we'll go with that. Someone was trying to throw shit at them. They're like every like NBA all-star and like Hall of Famer was talking about the last dance last night. Uh, LeBron James was not. But that's also not his responsibility to check in on Twitter about it. Like, I don't care. That's A-Rod's responsibility to put awful content. I said on Twitter, he, he he's such a terrible father. He, like, wakes his kids up and puts them through these routines to, to create content that are, it is so choreographed and so fake. Whatever. Uh, a lot of people very upset that um, Scottie Pippen signed this contract. And I don't really remember it. I, I was younger. What is it? Uh, seven years for $18 million. So it was like $2.5 million a year or something like that. When he was, you know, probably arguably the second or third best player in the entire league. You know, that's a lot of money. And I understand in market value, it wasn't very good. But you also had the owner telling him not to do it. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm, I did go to the bathroom at one point. Was there a point where someone put a gun to his head and made him sign that contract? And, and, and listen, after it's all said and done, he made over $100 million in his career. So I hope you slept okay about Scottie Pip. Everyone was really, really upset about that. And then some people just discovering the fact that Phil Jackson coached the Bulls and the Lakers. It's like, wow, he made transition from Pippen and Jordan to, to Shaq and, uh, you know, uh, Kobe. It's like, yeah, boy, man, I can't believe that's never been a point of discussion. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, let, let's let's chat about that, huh? Is it, Do you think his numbers are inflated, possibly having two, two of, the, of the best duos in the history of the NBA? That's never been discussed. Thank you for bringing that up, kid. What are you, 15? Maybe get your driver's license next year? Yes, I'm insulting uh, teenagers from the internet. That's what I'm doing. But I did enjoy it. I liked the pettiness. You could see uh, people do not like each other. Jordan's calling Scottie Pippen uh, selfish. Um, so I did enjoy it. Now, we're obviously, it's, I don't know if I'm a big fan of the back and forth, going the flashback. Eh, but we're, we're gonna, it's somewhere it's going to meet in the middle. And uh, I'll look forward to uh, old Twitter, or just old sports fans and then new sports fans, when we get to the point where Jordan's father's murdered. Because I've always thought that was one of the most absurd theories. The idea that... Um, Michael Jordan's father was killed by gamblers or over gambling debts. And these guys that are in prison never that they were arrested and convicted of killing him. Never, you know, brought it up to say, yeah, we were paid by to do this. Just they were two low level losers that did it. 
They just, they just spend silence serving their sentence and not saying a word. And Michael Jordan, we all know he doesn't have enough money to pay for gambling. That's only worth $2.1 billion. Jesus Christ, people. Can you try to come, to come together a little better with your conspiracy theory? Garbage. And then the whole idea that it was a suspension uh, because of the gambling. That's why he went to do the, the whatchamacallit, the, the baseball. I mean, that's a little more feasible. I still don't believe that. But I mean, come on, give me a break. All right, what else? Is going on? I, I enjoyed it. I think if, if you're bored... It took me back to high school, too. So, I mean, I kind of like that element watching those. Boy, and that TV quality. Jesus Christ, that was terrible. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, I haven't done a podcast in a while, so I got some stuff that's a little old here. We went, uh, not last week, and the week before. So we're thinking about, we got to get out of this area. Let's go to the ocean. Let's like let's go to the water, see how everything looks. So we drive over to Sonoma County and because they got all along... The, the the shoreline there, they, they could just pull off on the side of the road. And did I talk about this? No, I didn't do a podcast. I haven't done one in a while. So we went there, and I'm thinking, yeah, we'll just pull off, set up some chairs, you know, have a little picnic of sorts, stare at the ocean, good times, you know, good times. Every single spot had a cone in it, and they stayed. It was blocked off everywhere. And at one point, we go to this place called Bodega Bay, and I'm just, we're just trying to, we got, we found some place in like a marina, and we're just sitting there, and I'm just like, it was like an overcast day. I'm like, so we traveled an hour and a half for this. Okay, so we're like driving down the street, and then, like the, and then there's like this Jeep, obviously some sort of government municipal, so they got their lights on, and I'm stopping to ask, is it like okay if we just like take out chairs and sit there? And they like, they were like, where are you from? And I'm like, Sacramento, and they're like, yeah, you need to leave the county immediately. And I was like, okay. They're like, we have a lockdown, so if you're not from here, you need to leave. And I'm like, okay, so definitely not sitting in the chairs outside. Got that. Got that. We don't even need to ask that. But this weekend, we did actually go down to a big lake, Lake Berryessa near us. And uh, we were able to get out of there, just sit by the sit by the old creek. Jesus Christ. And is this what people did in like the 40s? They sit in chairs near the creek and they're like, what a weekend. Um, <laughs> that's, that's what we did, though. Uh, let's see. What else? What else is going on in my outrageous... Uh, I, I actually, you know, I was able to see, uh, we did a little Skype, not Skype, but what's it called? Duo, uh, the Google zoom thing with my parents the other day, uh, last week. That was good. Parents, uh, my, my brother, my brother's wife. It was good. It was, uh, you know, we're, we're in kind of in California, you got to understand people's backyards are very close. Um, so, you know, I'm sitting there we're a little loud, probably swearing, blah, 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 you know, and you know, I'm, I'm talking about uh what the hell was i talking about oh right my father was not like in the screen and he kept like coming in i was like you know dad keeps like you know let's see you let's expose yourself let's see you expose yourself and we start joking and we're laughing and my wife comes out and she's like you know the neighbors outside as i'm like screaming about my father exposing himself i mean it's uh i'm sure she's just like wow that's it's quite a crew they got over there that's really really close-knit family um what else anything else no, he's working from home i don't know what kind of life is this? It could, it could be worse. It could, it could be a lot worse, you know. It could be a lot worse. I don't know, man. Sometimes I'm just like, I, I need this to end for my own sanity. My hair is out of control. Yeah, Brian, everyone's hair is out of control. We get it. Okay, all right. I saw that crybaby. Uh, I, I, this is a, I know this is old, but Grant Wall for Sports Illustrated, you know, obviously everyone's on a little tough times, and that includes media too. So they slashed this guy. They want this guy to take a 30% pay cut. He refused, went on Twitter, made it seem as if him writing about soccer was the most important thing in the world, as if it was Walter Cronkite or something. 
It's real, and then it's revealed he makes three or made three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year to write about a sport that no one gives a shit about in this country. So he took he he wouldn't take the thirty percent pay cut, so they fired him. And I'm happy. I'm, I'm glad they fired him. What kind of attitude is that? Hey, we're cutting. You know, we got we got to cut costs here. It sucks. Like I, I understand that. And if someone, if my boss called me and said we got to slash your salary three hundred and fifty or thirty percent. I'd say I'd be pissed too. Uh, let's see. Real Trump ad my, my friend just sent me. Is this the one with the Obama? Did you see that? that the Ob- Trump had an ad, a tweet that had Obama like superimposed on someone's head, like hanging out with these black guys. And then Biden was on TV, like, you know, just stumbling, bumbling all over his words like a fool. And they're like looking at the Obama guy. And, uh, you know, Obama's just like, Ugh. and then they play it with like, DJ Cool music at the end. That's like stuff that was at like the dances when I was in high school. Like it's rap. It's I, and I said on Twitter, imagine if I told you in 1998 that Donald Trump would be seeking his re-election campaign, and there would be a uh, sample from DJ Cool. Let me clear my throat in it. I'd uh, I'd say uh, you are on some serious serious narcotics. That's that's what I'd say. Um, I think that's what he's referring to. Real Trump ad. Oh, my father texted me too. Tomorrow's my tomorrow's my father's birthday. He just texted me. He said, "Thank you for the gift of beer, which is also a gift of life." Which I don't know if he made that up. That sounds like something Ben Franklin would say. Um, but yeah, I got him the uh, my brother and I got him the uh, beer of the month stuff. Which you know, some families kind of like just trade and give out gift certificates to places. It seems like there's a new trend forming in my family where it's basically just yeah, get that whole beer of the month thing. Or, you know, beer sent to your house, you know. Which, hey, I am not complaining. Uh, not complaining at all. I'm looking at my beer that's ready for uh, opening this weekend. I put too much, anyone who knows anything about brewing beer here, I put way too much Irish moss in it, and there's just clumps in the beer I already looked at. I'm going to have to like pour this thing through like a colander to the, drink it first. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, I got some new beer from Bronx Brewery. So apparently they just give you, straight up, give you the recipe. So no resolutions IPA I will be making. So I talk about not, you know, trying to cut down on drinking. I will be making my own beer where it's at my disposal, which will end up being quite a mess. So pray for my wife. Pray for her. But Grant Wall, go to hell. Uh, let's see. What else? What else can we discuss here? Um, bo- 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 bo. I did that, did that. No, I don't know. What else? This is probably going to be a shorter one. Francesa Funhouse, that's kind of old, right? You know, Funhouse is, says he doesn't want to, he doesn't, doesn't care about Francesa anymore. That's probably a lie. Mike, no one even knows Mike's show is on anymore. I mean, he probably had seven listeners to begin with. Uh, it's a weird, weird, weird thing. Mike won't say, he will criticize the federal government and the president all the time on Twitter. He will not say Trump's name. It's very odd. I think that he thinks he has some real relationship with him, just like he thinks he has a relationship with Bill Belichick and people like that. So he doesn't want to ruin it, but it looks like I've won my war with a local stray cat. Oh God, that's what the podcast has become. I followed a uh, Jay Forma on Twitter, uh, his advice to get a sonic motion detector. And that seems to have worked because there's not any more new poopy. Uh, and let's say, yeah, that's probably about it, man. You know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about, I see all these kids all in my neighborhood too. I never knew all these kids lived here. And I see all these people whining on Twitter that they, I'm going to miss out on my graduation. And just like, you know, uh, let me be honest with you. Graduation sucks. I threw a little hissy fit 
for my high school graduation. I, I said, I'm not going. My parents are like, you're going. And I'm sure if my mother's listening to this, oh, you threw a hissy fit? Yeah, for, not, the, not the first and not the last. And, you know, she's right. Um, few and far in between, but they do still even come out at my age now. Uh, I didn't want to go. No, I didn't want to. And uh, we had it outside and the storm clouds were rolling in. And I was sitting next to this girl and she... I think she was taking it a little more serious than me, and I just kept telling her, I was like, I think it's going to rain. I think it's going to rain. She's like, will you shut up? I was like, oh, it's definitely raining. Look at those clouds. There's no way they're holding back. It is going to let forth all the rain, all the juvia. It's all happening. She did not like that. That was basically the highlight of my graduation. Um, Yeah, in college, I didn't even go. (laughs) Screw that. St. John's, go to hell. Um... All these children around here, though. It's got to be weird for kids, though. It's got to be real weird trying to explain to them, try to keep them safe. Not safe, but keep them calm under all this. It's like, you know, maybe kids don't even care anymore. They just have a phone in front of their face. It's just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, tell me when it's over. I'll go back to school. Uh, who knows? That's a podcast, honestly. This is a shorter one. But I do have to say one thing. Um, you know, we lost a, uh, a, a friend of the podcast, you know, I was telling some fine gents in private about this, and I said if I, right after the news, if I had heard it, I probably would have, I was planning on doing a podcast, and then I heard about it, I probably would have been like, so it would have sounded like Dick Vermeil or uh, Mike Schmidt in his retirement press conference, weeping like a child. But um, a friend of the podcast, and she'd never listened to the podcast, and that that is my wife's grandmother, passed away at 91 years young in Puerto Rico uh, the other day. And it sucks, you know, uh, it wasn't of COVID-19. Um, it was obviously, you know, we can't properly grieve or have the ceremonies or services because of COVID-19 related, you know, restrictions, obviously. I mean, Puerto Rico, it's no joke. You, you, you're you not going outside. Uh, they are, they're, they are roving there, the police. And you will, and depending on your license plate, that is a day you can actually go out. So it's, it's no joke there. Um. But you know, if you've listened to this podcast podcast for a long time, you know you know I've done a lot of a lot, a lot of shows, a lot of episodes from Puerto Rico, and some of them have been near the beach or you know half in the bag and whining about the people next to us and whatnot, and and the other ones were in her house on the second floor in her uh, in her little in the spare bedroom there, and you hear the street noise and the the wind and the <laughs> car radios and. You know, we'd be watching TV with her, and I'd just say, all right, I'm going to go upstairs. And she's like, where are you going? And I'm just like, and Deanna would be like, Deanna, my wife, will be like, uh, I've said her name on the podcast before, it's fine. Uh, and she'd just be like, yeah, he's going to do uh, his, his podcast. And she's like, oh, your radio show, yes, Brian's doing his radio show, yes. I mean, she never listened to an episode. She would have been extremely confused. And uh, she probably didn't think that her, you know, uh, de facto grandson was saying things like A-Rod's a piece of shit over and over again. That would continue annually. Well, not annually, just every year. Um, but she was such an encourager of that. And, you know, for you know, she's a primary caregiver, uh, primary parent, parental figure for my wife at certain points in her life. Uh, and it's just very sad to see her have to go through this. I mean, you have to see her go through this. And even myself, you know, but uh, to go through this... Uh, in general, but in this whole situation, there's no funeral, there's no wake. You know, we couldn't go and see her when she was sick. We saw her on FaceTime, and it was, you know, you know, FaceTime's nice, but I mean, obviously, it's not the real thing. And it's, you know, I say myself too. I knew the woman, but you know, I, 
my grandfathers died before I was born and my grandmothers, they were wonderful, but they were, they were like relics. They were ancient when I was a kid. They weren't even that ancient, but they were like, you know, you're a kid. I mean, they could have been, in my mind, they could have been 200 years old. I didn't have any relationship with them. And as an adult, so I mean, the woman said she, I was her favorite grandson. I mean, I, she had other grandsons too. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it was very sad. She's a very, she was very good woman. Um, she did not like Trump. She, 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 she wasn't like, uh, you know, like the mayor of San Juan or, you know, one of these people with Trump derangement syndrome, but, uh, she would tell me, she told me on several occasions, I find his face very disagreeable. Uh, so I will, I will, I will miss her. Um, she was certainly not woke for 2020, put it that way. Abuela would have been canceled if the world had access to some of her jokes um, and some of her, uh, just some of the things she'd say, uh, for sure. She'd say things, tell me jokes in public or out the mall or whatever. I probably told this before, but I'd say, you can't, you can't say that. She's like, oh, what are they going to do? I'm an old woman. What are they going to do, beat me up? And I'm going to be like, well, what if they thought that was me? They'd kick the shit out of me. And she's like, no, 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 you're with me. You're fine. I think she just meant kind of the gringo thing, but still, you know, put, put, I'm not going to get into the jokes, obviously, but uh, put it this way. There was, uh, you know, 1930s, 40s humor <laughs> and, and no ethnicity or race was spared. We'll put it that way. Uh, but it's very sad and uh, we will certainly miss her. And, you know, going to Puerto Rico will never be the same. That's where we stayed every single time. I've been going to Puerto Rico for 12 years. And we never stay, I mean, we'd stay at different place, but that was our base every time. And to learn, to think that, you know, with this whole coronavirus thing, we may never even get to go to that house again. Um, still got my basketball shorts there. Uh, but no, I, it was one of those, it was definitely a grandma house. It was, stuff was perfect. It was, hadn't changed in 20, 30 years. It was just, uh, you know. When you sat on a couch, you were the first person probably sitting on that couch in ages. You know, she she lived alone. I mean, my wife did more for her than I've never seen anyone do for anyone from far away like that. I mean, she bought her at least two books on Amazon every month for 10 years. And then would call her and talk about the books with her. It was... Uh, quite a labor of love and it's uh you know it, it it comes and goes you feel it and then you know you get back to life it's uh it's a weird way of interlocking grief and uh getting through a pandemic but that next time we go to puerto rico is gonna be uh it's gonna be something because you know my wife grew up in that house and uh it's gonna be a lot for everybody but it was, uh, I will miss her. She was a very good woman and, uh, lost a good one. Um, but did have to say that because I think adding a little slice of reality sometimes, uh, is good for everyone. So while she didn't pass away due to COVID-19 things, I think it's just an example for all of us though. I mean, she's 91. I don't want to say life is short, but it's 91 years short, but for you, for someone in your family, maybe you want to reach out to somebody, you know? These are crazy times right now and people are scared and maybe you want to reach out to someone you haven't talked to in a while. I know I reached out to a roommate I haven't talked to in ages. 
We just talk shit about the other roommate. Um, <laughs> whatever helps fast. Maybe somebody, you know, you, you, you need to bury the hatchet with. I saw Joe Bags saying he's, he's contacting people to bury the hatchet. And you know what? Maybe that's a good idea too, because life is too short. So not too short pimp wise, but too short. Um, just an idea. Cause I mean, I don't think you take much of my advice on any of this other stuff too, like burning people's houses down stuff like that. Oh, did you see Derek Jeter? Oh, he's going to, no, he's not going to do 5 million. He's going to give up his $5 million salary. Not saying he's donating it anywhere, giving it to his employees. Just say he's not taking it. Oh God. What, what, what a saint. Oh, shut up. Ugh. His hall of fame is going to be canceled this year. And he's going to have to go in next year when Kurt Schilling is, he will probably be elected. It's going to be great. Love it. But RIP on a snow. Uh, it's good she never listened to an episode, too. It's probably a good thing. You can listen to the show iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, and follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. Uh, any recommendations? I know we just watched Shit's Creek. That was pretty good. It's on Netflix. It's stupid, but it's fun. Um, I'm not going to do this all right now. All right, people, I love you. Oh, by the way, not that I have any anger about this. Somebody gave me a one-star review. Yes, it's true. And I'm completely fine about this, but I'd like someone to give me their address. Uh, find out that person's address so I can light their cars on fire. Uh, I'm all about lighting these on fire, huh? Thanks a lot, people. Why don't you Why don't you defy that person to give a five-star review, though? Huh? How about that? I don't really care. Love all of you. Appreciate the support. Everyone get through. We're going to get through this. Peace and love. Don't go protesting at municipal buildings. You just look like a goddamn fool. With all that being said... On a patch of sand where the warm wind blows Not a TV set, not a radio Just an old guitar when the sun sinks low Down at the la-di-da When the stars come out, it's the place to be If you're all alone, eating company It's a lover's bar
The pirate king buys another lamp 